Nature has a way sometimes of reminding man of just how small he is. She occasionally throws up the terrible offsprings of our pride and carelessness to remind us of how puny we really are in the face of a tornado, an earthquake, or a Godzilla. must be nice to just kind of close the shade on america and get to turn away (laughs) it's uh i mean it's okay yeah uh (laughs) it's not it's not the worst thing but it does like it's i mean it sucks though because i have a lot of american friends and it's also just like a very sad reflection of the world in general yeah and it's also that thing where it's like um it's it's like oh I li- I like to ignore the neighbors uh, up until the point that they started making knife bombs and yeah. then it like <laughs> yeah and exactly. then it starts to affect me you know <laughs> yeah you guys like totally. can't call the police on the sure. on the noise next door <laughs> we're done because the noise is Bruce Springsteen baby <laughs> it's um, Toby Keith and that's what makes it bad yeah 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 <laughs> he loves this bar in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fight Island, the podcast about fictional fights and the very real island where they take place. Uh, my name is Jordan Dahl. I'm Toby Keith. Nope, I'm and, Sam Wiles. And Sam, why don't you introduce our guest this week? Oh, uh, you if you if you're a, uh, if you're at all a podcast head, you you know who he is. Uh, he hosts Block Party, the best and only podcast about people getting in fights on the internet. Uh, it's <laughs> it's John Cullen. <laughs> Hey, thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and thank you, Sam, for acknowledging that we are the only podcast to do this and that we didn't get uh, <laughs> we didn't get our exact podcast concept stolen by right wing grifters who are, making, oh, no. who, are making, who are making double the money off of it that we are. So, uh, well, oh, my God, is that true? Yeah. You, yeah. You never Oof, heard of this? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I, I love thinking about right wing grifters. I was friends with uh, Benny Johnson in high school. Oh, That's no way. Fact about me. Uh-oh. Yeah, actually. <laughs> He, we were, we were neighbors. He oh up, my he God. Yeah, he used to give me a ride Ooh. to football practice. Yeah. Okay. They, well, they used to hang out until he started making knife bombs. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Could, yeah, that, yeah. Talk about pulling the shade on your neighbors. Woo. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Benny calls memes. He calls them knife bombs. You know, that's, that's how he communicates. He's like, I'm knife bombing uh, the left. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm filling him up with Chuck Norris. Shit. I like, up right, a man. real lib shredder. Last yeah. Night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, meme minds. It's these two. Uh, it's these two like very deplorable uh, people. Uh, you might know them from the internet uh, Jesse Single and Katie Herzog mm-hmm. um, Jesse Single used to write for I want to say like the New York Daily Post or something like that and then Katie writes for the like arts and culture newspaper in Seattle Okay, um, and they're both like Jesse was very he very famously wrote an article a very transphobic article for the Atlantic mm-hmm. um, where like the whole premise of the article was uh, was like you know, we, we, we shouldn't let kids be trans. Like they can't make up their mm. mind. They're not old Ugh. enough to like make up their mind about that stuff. Sure. So, so we sh- probably shouldn't, you know, we probably should just let them be what their gender is until they're, until they're old enough or whatever. So yeah. anyway, yeah, they're both pieces of shit and they have a podcast called blocked and reported. Yeah. Um, and we kind of oh got God. in a fight with them when it first started because we were like, Oh, this is just like exactly like our podcast. Holy and then they shit. were like, Oh, sorry. We didn't recognize that. Like there was another pause. Sorry. We didn't, uh, you know, figure out that there was another <laughs> shitty podcast doing the same thing or whatever. They immediately went on the offensive about it. Oh, big time, big time. Great. Yeah, that's that. I, I, and then I, I we checked think, back in like think... a month later, and their Patreon was like eighteen thousand oh, dollars. And I were, and Stefan and I were like, okay, we should be. Let's move to the right wing. Let's be right wing <laughs> guys. It, it, is, it is. It is funny that I do think there is space for just your anyone's podcast, and then the terrible conservative version of it. Like I mean, <laughs> that, that, is, that would that's be. That really is funny if point. there's like. If there's like uh, we did cereal and the point was that uh, it was good to arrest that guy because yeah. he was brown yeah. and we liked it. And yeah, like, there's, uh, yeah, there's yeah, um, there's Fight Island and then uh, ruin the country for years to come Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it, it's definitely no, I think yours would be like 
would be it'd be like Battle Peninsula or something. Yeah. Like that. Like <laughs> well, well hey, like... our our uh, our Patreon episodes are called Scuffle Peninsula. Oh well, there you go. So you've already so that's <laughs> smart of you. Ourselves. You've already yeah, we're, kind we're of... really conservative on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. That's right. That's the smart way to do it. You we're leave absolute, all the right wing yeah, stuff in we're there. Absolute psychos on there. Well, get yeah. get this. So <laughs> we couldn't have possibly imagined in a million years that when we started a podcast about playing who would win in a fight between silly things uh with some funny people that actual ufc would start an island <laughs> where people are going to have fights and try to call insane. it fight island we get and honestly it hasn't it hasn't been a thing yet. The most that happens is we get some crossover traffic. If you guys are listening, thank oh, you so much for yeah, stopping exactly. in. We get tagged on Facebook like crazy. We get the thing that we are not Facebook, active on. Twitter. We get we get so much run oh, on Facebook. Oh, that's good. Guys Here, that think uh, we're, hey, how about that Habib fight on yeah, Saturday? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, now, I'm, now I'm, I'm keeping them all on the all show for you. Yeah. I'm keeping I, them all for you on the show. Wow. I mean, what a legend. Is he the GOAT? Guys, I let's tr- talk about it. I truly like when we get tagged on Twitter because then I just get to go in and be like, uh-huh. Who do you guys think would win a fight between Dracula and the mummy? <laughs> and then we have to talk about that. Anyway, uh, uh regardless, uh where it's at this is actually gonna be launching post Fright Island. This is uh, all month we've been doing spooky themed episodes and now Halloween has come and gone. Uh, mm-hmm. as we all know. I turned yeah, 35. It, it, it it's a totally, it'll be a totally normal day when this drops, the Monday mm-hmm. before the election. Yeah. And, so we're yeah, all doing yep. good. All's Perfect. fine. The ritual went well on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden now has four arms and antlers, <laughs> and that's going to help somehow. Uh, point being, uh, we're not fighting any spooky things. We're back to, we're, we're into November, which it could be argued that Bigfoot is November. That's a different thing. But, uh, John, you are a teacher on yeah. the surface world. In the sur- uh, Yes, exactly. Not in the seedy underbelly of the internet, but in, yeah, the, yeah. in, in real yeah. life, I am a teacher. Yeah. Your non-pod exactly. skin is teacher skin. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, we figured we would fight uh, teachers, famous teachers from history, pop culture, whoever pops into your head as a famous teacher. Uh, the way this goes down is it's basically a big game of uh, who would win in a fight between for any John heads popping in. We do a lightweight, a middleweight and a heavyweight. Uh, you, you know, a lightweight when you feel one, you know, a heavyweight when you feel one. And um, basically it's video game rules. So men can fight women. Old people can fight gay people. Babies can fight dogs, whatever needs to happen. Uh, so I guess the question is, who do you guys think of when you think of a lightweight teacher from history or pop culture? I would even say a teacher as long as we all we as long as we all know them, you know? Uh, yeah, I got I got one. And I feel like this is almost inarguable just because of how she's named. Uh-huh. Uh, and it is. uh a lot of people may not know, but before Saved by the Bell, there was a short uh, mm-hmm. two-season show uh, called Good Morning, Miss Bliss, yes, uh, which uh... featured Zach and Screech and Lisa only from who ended up on Saved by the Bell. And mm-hmm. it was more centered around the life of the teacher whose name was Miss Bliss. And totally. I feel like just right away, that's just a very lightweight name. Oh, yeah. totally. Miss Bliss is great. That's that. She's right. She's right in that area where everybody, everybody knows her, but, it, but they, it's uh, the remembering of her. You're like, oh yeah. yeah. She, she got, she got Urkeled harder than anyone before Urkel she got was a squeezed, thing. She, yeah, she got squeezed out. Squeezed yeah. out of your own show is such a weird fate, <laughs> and it happens every once in a while. And it's yeah, so, like her, her so name crazy. was in it. The, like yeah. it, it was the name of the show. Yeah, and she got yeah, squeezed. That's, that's maybe the most severe version of that. Yeah, that's Truly. tough. That's tough. Like, and especially like I'm not like I you know I act in commercials sometimes, but I'm not really an actor. I'm just mostly a comedian. But um, but you know I know enough actors where it's like you know I feel like that's when you think you got it made, or you're like, well, yeah. name the yeah, show yeah, yeah. after me. Yeah, yeah, name yeah. the you're, fucking yeah. show after me. You There's you no way they're canceling. Yeah. yeah, or at least not building it without me. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then exactly. these fucking kids come along. Uh, these these handsome children from the '90s. This yeah. new yeah. breed of indigo children. Yeah, like an old. Uh, an 11 year old with like a <laughs> 80s Wall Street shark vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like, Big time, right? Like, and then some some <laughs> weird nerd who would grow up to be the weirdest adult ever. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Lisa. She's fine. <laughs> and, then, and then there's Lisa. And then there's Lisa. Yeah. Who true. We've never thought about it more than once. 
No, no. Lisa has a, a, a strange and crooked path too. She like went down some kind of dark, uh, I want to say drugs or maybe like severe conservatism. <laughs> she just both. had a bad, no, I think you're th- the severe conservatism. I think you're conflating her with Stacy Dash. Yeah, Stacy Dash. Ah, which clueless, I think is a, who is Stacy Dash is a bridge into another suggestion of a lightweight. Please. Yeah. Uh, you guys know Mr. Hall, Wallace Shawn from Clueless? <laughs> yes, there you go. Absolutely. Man. I mean, Wallace Shawn. I mean, what a guy, you know? What a guy. Jordan does also a killer Wallace Shawn. I can do a decent Wallace Shawn. <laughs> Whoa, that is very good. <laughs> That's a very good Wallace Shawn. Uh, it, and it's, most it, people say that. They're like, you know what? If you're going to get into impressions, the first <laughs> guy you should cross off the list, Wallace Shawn. Everyone's yeah, always said, talking about hey, him. That's yeah, why you're just talking about him. They remember him. I think Look. we can all agree the best thing about impressions is when you have to explain who you're doing yeah. an impression of for Especially. quite some time before you do Especially it. Mm. if you're doing it for a whole 30 minutes on a show at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Just repeatedly trying to say, uh, inconceivable. So the people will be like, oh, yeah. right. Oh, I think I remember that. <laughs> My fucking mm. dinner with Andre jokes pearls before uh. swine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was down in the dojo working on my wall of Sean for about three months, just shouting, <laughs> <laughs> shouting phrases. Down in the there. dojo. Uh, I like I like that. That's a good. I mean, that feels like a matchup. I don't want to. I don't want to miss any lightweight. Yeah, it might be hard because there isn't a ton of information about either of those uh, people. Oh yeah. Than- uh, I, sorry. So you just we, we're throwing out as many as you want. Please, here? please we'll throw please as many as you want, and then we'll kind of pick the matchup we think. Okay, feels okay. So I would say another lightweight to me, even though he was a guidance counselor, not a teacher, uh, Mr. Rosso from Freaks and Geeks. Oh, great, yeah. feels okay. like a lightweight a to one. me. He's tall but gentle. Dave Gruber Allen, character yeah. actor. Yeah, Dave Gruber yeah. Allen. Yeah, he's great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. What about right, Gabe Kaplan's Mr. Cotter? Yeah, that's a good yeah, one too. He say. feels maybe more like middleweight to me. Yeah, he he <laughs> yeah. is maybe a little more significant. I mean, he is like there have not been a ton of successful teacher sitcoms, and he is the kind of one mm. of sure. But even then, it wasn't about Mr. Cotter. You know, yeah, it, was it was about, about Travolta. The sweat hogs. Oh man, you're watching him for young Travolta. You're watching that's him get in there, them. sliding around, being Zach Morris. They're <laughs> it's, not it's great. <laughs> for the sweat hogs. Another lightweight that comes to mind for me is uh Miss Grotkey from Recess. God, these great. are good. Yeah. Uh, these are solid. you know, again, another very like Zen, another very Zen like lady, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> these Mr. are a lot of a lot of sweethearts. Uh Miss Frizzle is maybe a Yeah, oh Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle she's is, I mean, she's got ma- she got magical powers. She's a middle, maybe a heavy. Okay, yeah, because there's also, we get more mystical as, as the weight classes t- go up. I'm we got to save her. <laughs> That's I'm going to tell you right now, I have a pretty mystical battle in mind. Uh, I, won't, I won't reveal it, but I would like to say two more entrants for lightweight. Jack Black in School of Rock. Oh, oh he's, he's my middle. Yeah, I think he's I was going to say he'd be a middle, yeah. Interesting. Okay, what about Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney's a great one for me. I love that as a as a light. As a lightweight? Okay. You, I mean, you guys are the experts. To me, Mr. I, Feeney feels like Wiley, you know, because I'm, I'm, it's funny. I'm actually re-watching Boy Meets World right now with my girlfriend. Oh, really? And um, I think I totally missed this when I was a kid, but like Mr. Feeney talks about how he like gets pussy a lot. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> Yeah, like just low, like low key, but like he just, he'll often, yeah, he is a dog. Like there's at least, I would say like at least three jokes a season where he'll be like, well, I'm not dead, Mr. Matthews. Yeah, you know, or whatever, yeah. Or whatever. I know my way around a clitoris, Mr. Yes, Matthews. exactly. He, he uh, opens ooh. the dildo cabinet. They all fall out. <laughs> yeah, totally. That is what it Mr. feels Hunter. like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend also loves Boy Meets World, and I got her a Will Friedle cameo as part of her birthday oh. present. He delivered. He, he like tons of enthusiasm, like a great cameo. Okay, I can see I, it. I, I gotta say, we're getting uh, th- we're getting a lot of energy out of Mr. Feeney. I'm gonna go ahead okay. and say that there's a lot of teachers. I think we can slip him into lightweight. Okay. What about what about Feeney versus Bliss? Feeney, Feeney I mean, that, they Bliss. feel the same type of energy. Yeah, to they me. do. 
even though like Feeney's this. more of a principal, it's the same. But they still Feeney still teaches while he's principal, which is also a yeah. weird part of Boy Meets World. In the first season, he's yeah. only a teacher. And then they yeah. move to high school in the second season. And he's now, for some reason, the principal of the high school, which <laughs> as a teacher, I will tell you, never happens. Yeah, like, sure. <laughs> it is extremely rare that an elementary school teacher becomes a high school principal or vice versa. It's usually yeah. Yeah. you have your 10 years experience as, as whatever level you teach. And then that's you become a principal at that level and principal uh, is like the principal is like the top no one's like i mean yeah. maybe superintendent but that's like one person yeah yeah usually, i mean right? usually you'd have a vice like you'd start at vice principal like you certainly never go from teacher to principal that never happens right. so you'd is be vice principal first that you can become a principal by saving the life of a principal <laughs> uh you no, know it's, what it's santa claus rules you have to kill him Oh, right. yeah, you got to kill him first. And then it's, yeah, <laughs> it's covered by the same, uh, you know, uh, Rose, such a clatter company or whatever. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, put on those principal shoes. Rose, such a clatter company. Uh, they they run it all. They've been running it for years. You know, it's like one of those things that doesn't really make a lot of sense. You're like, yeah. why well, is a ladder company in charge of this whole principal principal <laughs> thing? But And then the principal always just winks and touches his nose. You're like, oh my, yeah. there's a whole principal ladder deep state that we don't have time yeah. to get into, but it's going to trouble on that we, other conservative podcast I, <laughs> on squa- squabble uh squabble isthmus. isthmus um yeah there we go good i uh, okay i'm locking it in who would win in a fight between miss bliss and mr feeney now i'm gonna i'm gonna come I, I you're right john they do have a similar uh crafty vibe to them mm-hmm. they seem like the type of person you want teaching your kids, you know, they're not going to hit them, but <laughs> they're going to teach them a, a, um, an elaborate lesson that, yeah, they both with them teaching themselves. They both know? set like a lot of like moral traps. Yes, you know I mean? exactly. Like, they're big on like quandaries and setups. Sure. It seems like. Yeah. What? That's for sure. I would say, um, so do they, do they, is this just a fist fight? Is that what we're talking here? Do they bring weapons to the fist fight? I think that's a good question. And I think that, I think that this would be a fight that takes place in, uh, in fight high, uh, which is a, uh, a a school on the Island. And they just, I think they both just wake up there in their classrooms. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they have to kind of like, you know, make their like hunt one another through the school. Okay. Yeah. You I don't think, I, mean? I don't think it's naked in a pit, which sometimes it is, but that's sometimes it's naked in a pit. This fight and for I, it to be intriguing has to be strategic. I'm going to say just for, uh, just for, for, uh, for flavor's sake, this is not to the death. This is to the pain. Let's say until one of them, uh, <laughs> Until one of them gives up, gives up. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I think cause Feeney, like one of his, like his main weapon would be his garden shears. You know, he loves, yeah, his, exactly he loves his garden. Uh, yeah. So I was like, if he has garden shears, I mean, this could be a quick, is there this a, could be a quick world battle. Halloween where they think Mr. Feeney did murder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an okay. Sure. That I didn't know if did I maybe I dreamed that, but I think there, that is a real episode. Well, and he also okay, so I think like a quick a quick strengths and weaknesses breakdown of of the two fighters here. Feeney has big serial killer energy. Totally. Uh Miss Bliss has big uh fucking awesome ant energy. And not awesome ant who's like secretly an alcoholic, awesome ant who like lets you come stay at her place when your parents are secretly alcoholics or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I I I would agree. Like I think in a in a way of like if it's sneaking through the school strategically, like that feels way more of Feeney's domain that feels to me, Feeney. especially yeah. principal wise, right? And also, yeah. <laughs> we have to th- we have to consider for people who are listening to this that haven't watched Boy Meets World in a while. It, there's like a very funny thing where, and it's like it's it's just kind of a bit. Like it has to. They had to know that this was like kind of a bit. But the main set features uh, the hallway of John Adams High. In the immediate foreground are Sean, Corey, and Topanga's lockers. They're all three beside each other. Mm-hmm. Then to the <laughs> yeah. right, there's like a short staircase that leads down a hallway we never go down. To the left is Mr. Turner or Mr. <laughs> Feeney's classroom, whatever <laughs> yeah. it needs to be. Needs and then to be at the, at the, the door on the right changes <laughs> constantly. It is it has been the custodian closet, the principal's <laughs> office, the boys' room, the girls' room, the home of the radio station, the this high school radio station, you know, because we all had those. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. what a budget. 
So to me, it feels like Feeney's got some kind of shit going on where he can just like, you know, this door warps you yeah. to like wherever you need yeah, to be. Yeah, it's a real a real uh, Schrodinger's classroom situation. It's yeah. just wherever you need to go. I almost feel like that's like, okay, if we're going off the deep end here, if we're going into Fight Island Teachers the Video Game, I'm seeing Feeney as like when he is given the, re- the rank of principal, like every principal knows that you can... Once you're principal, you can open any door in the school and come out of any other door in the school. Mm-hmm. And that's like his that's like his Mortal Kombat 2 ability is like a screen teleport. He's behind you. He's punching you. He's coming out of doors. He yeah. didn't enter, you know, I mean, Feeney, Feeney is is he's panning out to be a uh, a terrifying combatant. I'll say it. <laughs> and you he know, has yeah. like a continental accent, which is fucked mm. up. Like yes. anytime anyone's you're like, they're not British. That's not what it's like to be British. That's, no, but he's it's so, like he's, he's from he's Massachusetts. Talking, I think he's like yeah. it's like a yeah, it's like a Cape Cod accent. or something. I don't yeah. know anything about it's a America, bit of a Frasier. It's a bit of a Frasier. Yeah. Oh, wait, I remember. I learned what this is called. Boston Brahma. Is that it? That's what they call it. When you talk like this. Oh, my God. That's I didn't so know it had a name. I thought it was I thought Frasier like, invented it. You know how there's like a. Uh, um transatlantic when you're like mm-hmm. oh pa- pass me the tomato sandwich yeah yeah rather whatever yeah. that's that's yeah rather that's another one uh anyway i feel like we got to do because miss bliss at this point is going to get steamrolled by a fucking teleporting mr feeney with garden shears what are some <laughs> strengths and weaknesses on well Ms. Bliss? i will i'm just gonna get i'm gonna get out ahead of this and mm-hmm. and i guess i know we're all we're thinking it at least people mm-hmm. who are listening to this are thinking it miss mm-hmm. bliss is kind of hot She's kind of oh, yeah. for an older lady, she's like hot. she's kind of yeah. hot. And good looking gal. if again, if you I feel like I have a real advantage here because I'm like literally in the middle of rewatching Boy Meets World. But sure, Feeney, the, the women that he is shown to go after in the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're nowhere near. I mean, Miss Bliss is I mean, we're talking points. Ahead oh, my God. Of these <laughs> she, she's the perfect honeypot. She is the sure. perfect honeypot. And so I think that that has to be considered, you know, and yeah. her main thing, her main weapon is disappointment, right? Like that's her yeah, whole, truly. that's the whole Miss Bliss thing, truly. right? She's just, she's just disappointed in Zach. I'm just so, Ugh. you know, so I could see like, you know, Feeney kind of warping into like the classroom she's in and she's like, oh, George, are you, oh, war- are you warping again? <laughs> um, she has George, an Australian accent, this, right? I think, or like, is this, is this a fight island? Are we on fight island again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, she's Australian. I can't remember. Let me look it up. Nor I, nor I. But I feel like that is right. Australian. That that does feel that feels like, and I also feel like you say, you know, Feeney's one of these kind of um, kind of she's, armchair gentlemen, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a suburbs uh, fancy lad. Yeah. So I could see him like, you know teleporting in and being like, ah, I have to fight you. And then she turns around and it's like, Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. You know? And then, yeah, he, uh, he's big on he decorum. That, he lets that, that, uh, politeness get in the way of what should be a knockdown drag out throw down here. Totally. Yeah. Totally. She and, uh, is, um, sorry to interrupt. She's English and she's also the uh, daughter. Okay. She's the daughter of Sir John Mills. I don't know Oof. if that's a big guy or not, but you know, again, that decorum that we speak of, I mean, yeah. she's got, she's got, a. She's got a bloodline going back in British uh, history, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, th- I mean, that's I mean, the thing. It's a tough it's a tough one because I could see Feeney being like conniving. But like I say, also wanting to like, you know, get a bit, get a bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, ca- I can also see like, honestly, if this was naked in a pit, if this was just like, get in there and fight, I'm giving it to Miss Bliss because I feel like she's also spryer. If yeah. we're talking about her in the show, she's, yeah, she's I think, more, I think she's Feeney younger. probably, she's probably smoked for years. He's probably riddled with phlebitis uh, <laughs> and she gets a hold of that mustache, you know, that, th- that mustache, that's a knee to the face handle. Uh, I think, I think, I think we're, uh, we should, we should lock it in or we should, okay. uh, but we should vote. Okay, who are you thinking? I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to Bliss because I think if they both are allowed a child army, <laughs> hers are is they? more. Hers is more hormonally devoted. That's they will oh, fight for their okay. hot teacher in a way that Corey's like he's my weird old neighbor. Where Look, I know they love him long term, but yes. in the moment Slater, if they're if they're the so, young 
Yeah, if they're a young this child army, the, I believe Zach is, is more the first. Ivory. This is the first mention of the child <laughs> army. And if we're talking okay. child it might be army, unfair. if we're talking, if we're talking devoted child army, Slater alone is going to mop the ki- floor with the was kids. Was Slater in Miss Bliss? Slater though? wasn't in Miss Bliss. It was Screech, Lisa, oh, and Zach. Oh shit! You're right. Well, no, yeah. but oh, she, he they never even met. Sean, they never yeah, met. Sean, Slater Sean and Corey versus Zach and Screech is actually pretty even. I think so too. Yeah, Corey and Screech, God same damn. same hair energy, uh, same <laughs> you know, same like just yeah. They are both weak, weak Sean, as shit. Sean, Sean would look up to Zach. Zach is yeah. cooler. Than I th- uh, yes, in in a way, but then Sean also it, he's definitely played in Boy Meets World like he's tough because he grew up in the trailer yeah, park, he's scrappier, and he's like he he fights in the show like he fights mm-hmm. multiple times. So like I could see. Zach doesn't really have that. I mean, Zach and Slater fought that one time, but Zach is yeah. more oh, of a like, right, huh? Zach is more of a like, don't hit, like, don't touch the merchandise kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. Sean's a little bit more like, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. I have a packet full of broken glass in my pocket. Yeah. Exactly. I ground it up. I'll throw it in your eyes. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm gonna, I honestly, I was tipping towards Miss Bliss because I think uh, I think anyone who crosses the ocean and moves to another country <laughs> has a certain degree of uh, maritime <laughs> maritime uh, fight in them. But honestly, I think it's just boy, Mr. Feeney just has body in the basement vibes and I could mm-hmm. see him winning and then like I could see him, you know, like sneaking up a, a, a weapon in or something or like. Yeah, those shears, those shears yeah. and that door just together, I think, make him the perfect. Uh, I think he'd get away with it, too, <laughs> but it wouldn't be to the death. All right, John, you're the tiebreaker. Yeah, I, I'm I pretty much agree with everything Jordan said. I think Feeney, I think Feeney takes it. Um, yeah. it it's think unfortunate, but I yeah, I think ultimately he he takes it down. He's. Mm-hmm. Because he, he could also have some energy where like Miss Bliss denies him, and then mm. and oh, the, and then it's then it's all terrifying. Agreed, yeah. exactly. Time. Yeah, sure. Exactly. You know what? So, I'm also yeah, I'm going to change my vote Feeny. so it's a clean sweep because I just realized. <laughs> no, I just realized they're on the same. They're both on ABC. No, one was NBC. One was ABC. Yeah, Miss Bliss, was Bliss disappeared. There's a chance Feeney did it. <laughs> there's a universe. Whoa. Good chance. Good try. There's a, yeah. there's a universe where that's that that's her fate. I mean, the holy shit, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, Five you're, years you're later, me. he shows up as principal. Feeney, the Likely. slayer. Feeney. Oh, oh. Jigsaw Feeney. Old Felonus Feeney. <laughs> um, takes it. Ding, ding, ding. Lightweight round. Okay. Middleweight round. Fictional teachers, historical teachers, teachers of note. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who are you thinking? I've got a big, I got a heavyweight in terms of good fighter. Go ahead. John Kimball, detective from Kindergarten Cop. Fucking wow. awesome. Yeah, that's a big yeah. time heavyweight he, right there. He knows, he knows what he's doing and, you know, the kids taught him more than he taught them. Who, who is a, who's a teacher who could possibly stand up to John Kimball? That's heavyweight. You were, we're talking middleweight. Yeah, oh, this, is, this is middle way. But I, th- I think I think you're right, Sam. I think uh, culturally, in terms pop of culturally speaking, uh, he would be a middleweight because it was just that one movie. Boy, we loved it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can't uh, honestly, I can't even think of a of who you who would you who would dare step in the ring with Detective John Kimball? Uh, well, there, <laughs> one teacher I thought of, there was a very short lived show on TV. Uh, and it was, uh, I think it was only one season and I think I'm the only person on earth who ever watched it. It was called Mr. Rhodes. Uh, and it was oh, yeah. the comedian Tom Rhodes and the main, <laughs> like, the main smart ass kid was played by the same actor who played Goldberg in the mighty ducks movie. <laughs> sure. Uh, and Whoa. he, he just had kind of like a hippie long hair kind of vibe. Uh, it was a pretty funny show. I liked it. I, he, would, he would be a middleweight. 
I also think Mr. Turner from Boy Meets World is a is a potential sure. middleweight. Mr. Turner sure. is like a Mr. Turner is like a tough guy guardian type. Yes, exactly. Where he rides a motorcycle, wears a leather jacket. You know. Uh, what about Mr. Miyagi? Oh, fighting prowess is a, a teacher. Teacher, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe Holy he's shit. the John Kimball foil in that he's a this different style crazy, of fighting, dude. Well, yeah. see that I feel like that even jumps it up a different bracket. That's mm. that's like a see now it feels like yeah, an to me easy, that feels like the heavyweight fight. Yeah, that yeah. feels like an easy win for Mister Miyagi because uh, John Kimball, you know, uh, bless his soul. All he's got is some gut, his guts and a gun. He doesn't have, but he's got Arnold training. power. I mean, he's insanely strong. I guess so Arnold will rip the world in half someday. Yeah. The older he gets, the stronger he gets. It's weird. <laughs> he's turning to wood. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That's a tough. Um, one. What if we just have a pretty, a pretty substantial middleweight? <laughs> I, no, I like it. I like it because honestly, I think. Okay, do you want to hear? This was my. This was what I was thinking for a magically powered battle, and I think we can separate these two into our middle and our heavyweight right here. I was going to say Miss Frizzle versus Professor Snape. That's pretty oh. good. That's a good. Yeah, okay. That's a good matchup. Yeah, I like that one. That's definitely more magical based for sure. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, they both are. And they both are very much teachers. I was going to say maybe Indiana Jones because he's a professor. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Well, we fought Indiana Jones before. Is this okay? Is this. Have we fought Indiana Jones? Sure. Indiana Jones fights everyone, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I guess I forgot our episode. <laughs> only where Indiana we did Jones's only fight. only things uh, named after Indianapolis, <laughs> um, and he crushed. I mean, he won so well. Yeah, Sam, it was unbelievable. Uh, he right. also won the Harrison Ford characters episode, he which won is an episode far off. where people who replaced statues with rocks. Yeah, uh, multi-hyphenate whip-toting archaeologists. Yeah. He was on. Yeah, he won the co-stars in a movie with Shia LaBeouf. Uh, uh, episode <laughs> people who yeah. are pl- people who are played by uh, older men with earrings. That's a yes, good that's a big and that and Versus people love ben that Kingsley episode. Role. Yeah, I yeah. know people talk. They're still talking about it. They're yeah. like that was I, crazy. I, Guys who wear fedoras. He was in the, was huge. <laughs> the fedora. Oh I guess God. it's I guess it's technically like a Panama hat. It's not really a fedora. It is. It's more of a You're Panama right. Hat. You're right. Yeah, I've yeah. Uh, I've run into that. Tough Piece one. Of trivia. He also won the episode where it was pl- uh, characters played by actors who have a first name that's a last name of U.S. presidents, and people thought uh, that was too convoluted. But I honestly yeah. thought, and he actually a, has a two. Nuanced... Both of his names are former U.S. presidents. Yeah, and that was also one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. I have no idea. But... And you'll remember he was prominently featured in the Indiana Jones's episode. Yes, so, that's exactly. Uh, I mean, that was that goes without saying. That was episode po- one. Everyone remembers <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Lightweight point, child Indiana yeah. Jones did not stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, Indiana Jones got, Jr. That was a show, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. This one, but I will say, how about this? How about John Kimball as played by Arnold Schwarzenegger versus? Uh, Dr. Otto Octavius, Dr. Octopus. He is also Man. a teacher. Uh, if I think we're going to skip just one more middleweight because I feel like I'd feel bad if I didn't say him is <laughs> Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you and, what I think. <laughs> is he, is, does he teach as well or is he only just the coach of the football team? Man, they never show him in a classroom. So I think he yeah. maybe is just a coach. But I remember in high school football, all our football coaches had to teach yeah. with varying levels of enthusiasm. I mean, in Canada, we don't take high school sports that seriously. So we would never have a situation where you would just have a coach of a high school team. Mm-hmm. But in America, that feels like a thing that they might do. Yeah, I think you do that in like Texas, like where there's like yeah. money for it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we I, do well, I, uh, he's a coach then by, by that same yeah. merit. I was yeah. going to say Principal Skinner. A principal. Also principal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Belding, principal. Yeah. Mr. Belding. Okay. I, I, I mean, think that would I think be it's... a really, you want to talk about a fight that wouldn't even start. Principal <laughs> Skinner versus Principal Belding. Neither, they wouldn't yeah. even, they'd just get a Coke. They'd it's be like, Jesus. Oh, just get flattened by your own demons before you even get in the ring. <laughs> just... Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> the voices guys, of mother. Do you want to do as our middleweight <laughs> fight? 
Principal Skinner versus Mr. Belding. I think that's pretty good. I think good. that's funny, and I think we should do it now. I think, yeah, sure. I don't think we can, I don't think we can fly past the, that a one. special principal's wave, right? round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They're educators, right? Yeah. And do okay, they get yes. to do they get to split uh, Walton Goggins and Danny McBride as their vice principals? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it a tag Absolutely. team match? Yeah, it's one hundred percent that. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. All right. So, and so we have stumbled upon the perfect middleweight fight. Who would win in a fight between Principal Skinner and Mister Belding? Uh, also of Saved by the Bell theme. Very Saved by the Bell heavy episode, but I'm okay with it. Hey, it's yeah. w- it's one of the most teachery things in the world. <laughs> Truly, and Belding. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Belding. Go ahead. Big strength for Belding, lasting power. Mm. He's played Belding for a long time. He played, he was in Saved by the Bell the New Year's. I think in the college years, they call him or something on the phone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 He still does. He does open mics. Uh, (laughs) He does. So, (laughs) yeah, I've heard. I've heard heard he's a fucking weirdo. Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard that actor is like is like so like a horny guy too. Yeah, that's that's what I was I was saying weirdo, but I yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, you meant sex weirdo. That's, I that's the guy you were talking about. I mean, about. I think anytime you've got a a former uh, children's show actor who's now yeah. in his mm-hmm. late sixties doing open mics, I think when I say <laughs> yeah. weirdo, yeah. we all know what I mean. <laughs> also, that's a what a what a weird flex to go into the dating scene with in your back pocket. I was Mister mm-hmm. Belding. Oh, the useless cuckold from <laughs> Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Cool. Get into these pants. Yeah. The guy uh, with the guy with a dead trout instead of genitals, we all assume. <laughs> hey, do you know where they got the nickname the Big Bopper for me on the show? <laughs> show <ya. laughs> you could just hear there's just women-shaped holes in the wall. It's because I like it when people punch me in the penis during sex. Wait, come back! Um, I know Mario Lopez. <laughs> we can call him. <laughs> he lets me FaceTime once a year. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Strengths and weaknesses. Let's do strengths and weaknesses for these characters. Big strength, like you said, for Mr. Belding. Staying power. He's gonna he's he's up every morning at 5 a.m. for a you know a brace of gin and to brush his mm-hmm. teeth a few times before he goes into school. Uh I do think he's also um I will say sweetly naive to a point, almost a Bill Dotrieve mm. trustingness to this guy. Yeah. Like, you know, for sure people are smuggling cocaine into America through his fanny pack or whatever without him. him none the wiser. That yeah. feels like a big weakness, but also Skinner's pretty naive. Skinner's, uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to capitalize on that, but Skinner has military training. We know yeah, that's the big true. thing, right? Like, that's the big thing right there. Yeah. He's Armin Tanzarian, you know? Yeah. How much is he embracing Armin Tanzarian? Furthermore, he is Armin Tanzarian. Boy, honestly, Belding is going to have to pull off a fucking miracle to beat this military trained street tough from the streets of Capital City, who is also a chameleon who can who puts Who's, identities who on, is like, so hats. committed to something. He's living a lie. That is so. Yeah. Okay. Not the same as going to open mics. <laughs> it's also, uh, I think Skinner has a more powerful office. Uh, again, Saved by the Bell yeah. had a very Boy Meets World problem in that they only had one set, which was a hallway. Yeah. And much yeah. like the Boy Meets World set, the classroom that every single one of their classrooms took place in was across the hall from all of their lockers. Yeah. And on the other side, <laughs> the principal's office was just a single 200 square foot Ooh. room that was in between two sets of lockers. Very oh. common way of having a principal's <laughs> office okay. in a high okay, school. So, okay, so are we saying, are we saying that Bell Building is is possessed of the same uh the guild of principles gave him the you know the the door walking abilities. <laughs> I don't think he's like cool enough to use it. No, he's, he's so not. Crafty. Yeah, no, I don't think he has them at all. Because in in a lot of Saved by the Bell episodes, there the kids just get into his office like willy nilly. Yeah. Yes. Like it just yeah. Yeah, anytime the they need to. Is. Oh, I need to go get uh I, I need to go get Slater's file for this plot device. Okay, yeah. well I'll just walk into Mr. Belding's office. He won't <laughs> win it. Uh, anyway, you know, he's never there. It's never locked. It's never locked. And he like, you know, he will sometimes buzz on the, uh, he, he has like a little buzzer on the desk where he will talk to a secretary. I don't know where she is. Yeah, I have where no is idea. She between your, and who your, is your, your office opens on the hall, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it opens in the hall. It's also a, in an office, you call someone. You don't just have a butt. Like what kind yeah. of weird 
like intercom it's a black system the situation. Answer. He shrank down his uh, secretary into kind of an AI hell. You know, <laughs> um, I think uh, big weakness for Seymour Skinner here because honestly, it feels like we're walking belting into the meat grinder here. I feel <laughs> like I feel like we're gonna fucking see uh, you know deep jungle Vietnam Skinner come out. I think yeah. we're gonna see fucking Armin Tanzarian's knife. And maybe his copy of Swank make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to see some true. Because remember in the first like few seasons of The Simpsons, the gag for Skinner was that he was uh, he was psycho. He was Norman Bates. And yeah. like mother, mother maybe didn't exist. Yeah. But therein, I think, squats his greatest weakness, his mother. Yeah, cutting uh, his feet out. I think Belding, being a creep, would try to date skinner's mm-hmm. mother sure see she's that. like agnes is horny oh agnes yeah is horny she's gonna go i mean she fucked it. comic book guy i she mean belding is a, <laughs> belding is an improvement on comics simpsons I mean. was on too long <laughs> that's how you know is that agnes fucks comic book guy or not yeah. long enough finally yeah. getting to the good stuff oh, yeah. yeah exactly um, yeah the agnes fucking comic book guy years are actually get pretty good yeah, Agnes they get they get pretty good, and then boxes now. it got weird like a couple seasons ago with that whole like eating ass arc. But like, <laughs> I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it, it was, was good. It was it was very topical. You know, yeah. everyone appreciated it. Yeah, that yeah, really the low point is uh, season seventeen through twenty one when we don't know who Agnes is fucking, and I think that's a big problem. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Homer yeah, yeah. disappears for seven days. When he shows up, someone has eaten his ass. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, see, I think I'm, I think that honestly, that's the way I see it going down. I see him like doing pushups for days training for fight Island. He's like, no mother, Mm -hmm. I have to be at fight Island next Tuesday. I can't do silhouette night or whether whatever. And then she's like, Seymour, come meet my new boyfriend. And it's Mm -hmm. belding. And then belding spends the week, (laughs) the week prior to the fight courting Agnes Skinner, making loud sweet love to her so Skinner can hear. And then when it comes down to the fight, Skinner, he just hears that squeaking. He hears the clinking of Mr. Belding's wristwatch. In his, does in his, does uh, Belding like do the laugh when he comes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> oh, no. So that's all, C- that's all ringing in Seymour's head for sure. Yeah. I'm locking my vote in for uh, for Belding, weirdly enough, because I, I think this scenario tracks. Here, here, here's what I think happens. I think Belding, Belding's big mistake is not knowing when he's not wanted. He doesn't know when to quit. He's doing open mm. mics. He's doing Saved by the Bell, the 90th class. He <laughs> yeah. got, there are warning signs. He should get out of the Skinner household. Yeah. Uh, Armin is starting to come out. Seymour, oh, is, Seymour is sharpening knives in the kitchen. So you Belding, think, this, Belding, you think yeah. this does happen, but it drives him. It, dri- it drives Skin- it, it drives Skin- Skinner's delusion is such a specific mental condition sure. that it's fragile. You can't break it. You can't. That's a really good point. And I think he, I think he comes up behind Belding, snaps his neck, puts, <laughs> and- puts Bart's shorts in his mouth. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't remember any of yeah, it. Yeah. Armand did it. Armand. Go, we did found it. the body of a principal with Bart Simpson shorts in his mouth. Mm, I knew that boy would kill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I feel like I I feel like I side with Sam here. I think uh, I think Skinner takes it. Um, I just think that uh, there's just a darkness to Skinner that uh, that Belding just doesn't have, you know, Belding's darkness is lame. Yeah, you guys are right. His his darkness is literally like sleeping with a bottle of gin next to the bed. Yeah. You know, it's not sniper training. I think you guys are right. Ding, ding, ding. Principal Skinner takes it in the middleweight. I guess this is now an educator's. uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had to be teachers at some point. Yes. Were they in a building? Are they in a building that says school on the front? Well, then they count. (laughs) Yeah, they're teaching lessons. They're teaching lessons. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I. I do think, I mean, Belding, I think, has the reach on him. I think he's got us. I think if you were to take off that Belding, that that horrible Navy sport coat, you would see like the gaunt long arms and the, the ropey body of an orangutan. But I think I think that <laughs> he's got he Grinch bod. Right. He's got a real Grinch bod. He's got body. Grinch bod. Big Grinch yeah. bod on this dude. Yeah. But I do think I think you're right. I think there's just no, you know, push well, comes he, to shove. He was, Skinner will snap. And they're the same age and. 
Belding was for sure like a draft dodger. Absolutely. Yes, no question. He has big draft dodger energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I saw Mr. Belding in a in a British Columbia border town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this you in this picture? Yeah. What's going on here? You know. Yeah, there's a there's a town in BC called Nelson. Uh, which was like <laughs> essentially founded by draft dodgers, basically. Like it, 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 it existed, but like it was very, very small, and like a, yeah. a, a large portion of that community is people who dodge the draft because it's <laughs> it's it's like an, not even an hour from the U.S. border. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Belding, so yeah, I, I, I want to see that picture, Mister Belding, with a big beard and like a straw <laughs> hat, a joint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. it looks like know. Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I totally. Yeah, I think that, and also too, like it, Skinner's shredded, right? Like whenever his shirt oh, yeah. comes off, like he's yoked. Yeah, they also make him Flanders. I mean, they just yeah. go, yeah, when yes. he's shirtless, he's ripped. He's yoked, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Belding is not that. Belding is not. Very that. not, but there, I, I got to say, there is a desperate uh, strength in that Grinch bod. That, oh, you, for that, sure. That Grinch bod gets a hold of you. That I don't drown yet. I don't think it's like. Puddle. I don't think it's like a, an absolute walloping. Sure. Yeah. I think it's a closer fight than we anticipate, but I think yeah. Skinner just over like. You know, they say like they'll people will say that they'll be like, yeah, but no one can beat me in a fight because I'm really tough and or, or like yeah. like I'm I'm crazy, like I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so no one can beat me. It's like those you can definitely be beaten if you're like yeah. that. But yeah. it does make it much <laughs> yeah. harder to beat you. Very yeah. much. so. And I think yeah. that that's kind of what's going on here. It's like Belding yeah. would be like, no, mm-hmm. like when when the big bopper comes out, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. there's yeah. no stopping me, <laughs> you know, but it's like, I but yes, there is, you know, like. You know, my, my dad is, is five, five and bald and, um, and like in 62 and he thinks that he could beat up anyone at any time. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it's just like, you know, and, and he always will cite that like, oh, well, you know, I, I just go crazy. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but dad, like if you fought a guy, like he weighs like 130 pounds. Like, I'm like, if you fought a guy that was six, two, two thirty, like you're going to lose. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how angry you are. This guy weighs double what you weigh. You're going to lose. <laughs> but I'll tell him I'm angry. He'll get it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, I I do. Yeah, I think you guys are right. Ding, ding, ding. Skinner takes it. He uh, he's got the vibe of somebody who's, uh, you know, his somebody snapped the knob off in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to go. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. go playing around with the switches. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't unring that bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> um, That's the title of okay. Skinner's autobiography. <laughs> uh, okay. The the fight we've all been waiting for all year, I would think, probably some people for multiple years. Uh, the heavyweight battle, educators, Fight Island. Who do you think of? Who are your heavyweight educators? I mean, I, I loved uh, I loved Frizzle and and Snape. I Frizzle thought that was great. Snape. And then Indiana Jones battle. was my other one. And then I also had Socrates. I don't know anything about him. Ooh. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna act like I have a bunch of Socrates facts in the <laughs> chamber. I mean, he had you, that method. He yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Socrates would jujitsu. He would beat you by confusing you for yeah. sure. That's true. It does seem like the type of thing where he would like talk you like yeah. he would somehow convince you to the point. He would get you mixed up to the point where when you swung a punch, it would punch yourself in the face. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, so why do you think it is that you shrink the bus? I, <laughs> <laughs> what do you wish the bus was? Your worries? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, Socrates was, by all accounts, just a real, just a real wimp. I mean, Socrates yeah, sure. would just absolutely yeah, he, get annihilated. He like, he like had to invent thinking because he was such a wiener. He didn't want to get yes, beat he up was, anymore. He was. And he like, he sexually, you know, he laid with all the young boys. Yeah, you know? that's true. He had that whole thing going on. Which is funny because now a platatonic relationship specifically means you're not banging the young well boy they weren't banging see and teaching. that was the that's the thing jordan is they weren't banging what happened okay. was that you would the it, listen i'm not to get all not to get all socrates <laughs> on you're, you're gonna be on that other podcast <laughs> they're gonna I am. get you being a sicko <laughs> but it's yeah they what they would do is they is um, Plato would lay or well in this, who knows? Okay. I don't know if it sure. was Plato, but like a boy would lay behind Socrates, like in a spoon's mm-hmm. position, they would be the big uh-huh. spoon and they would put their penis in between Socrates's legs. Sure. And then like, and then like, fuck like the thigh gap essentially. Ah, okay. And See, that, totally and normal. So that's yeah, why it's like a platonic, platonic relationship because <laughs> you're not having sex. 
you're just like, yeah, it's just whatever. We're just, I just put my penis in his thigh gap. Also, for sure, Socrates was like, oh, yeah, that's the uh, thigh gap, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, he obviously he posts about it all the time on Instagram. So. <laughs> um, Don't even worry. Okay, about it. so. Do you guys like that uh, server Snape versus Miss yeah, Frizzle? Like, it's funny because it, it feels like basically all the teachers in Harry Potter could be, you know, like Hagrid yeah. is a big sure. time a heavyweight, yeah. uh, big time big heavyweight uh, McGonagall. I wouldn't mm-hmm. fuck with her, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Umbridge, crazy, moody, crazy. Like, I mean, there's, you know, you could Dumbledore's do a, whole... a teacher. I mean, he's yes. more of a principal, but again, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? So. Yeah, it, the the w- once you said Snape, like I hadn't even thought of Harry Potter, but then once you said Snape, I was like, oh man, sure, yeah, yeah. you know, there's it's a whole damn school of them. Yeah, but I do like the science v magic match. It is the science. That's is, a good one. It is definitely yeah. science fiction versus magic. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I met that chameleon. <laughs> uh, I like it. If, unless you guys can think of another heavyweight, I mean, Kimball was good. John, I'm out of heavies. Do you have any heavies? Uh, no, I'm, you know, I mean, I think these are, those are all really good. I'm trying to think of, uh, Hey, we could also dip back into the well and do, um, we could do, uh, Mr. Miyagi versus Miss Frizzle. I like, I like mystical versus crazy. All right, let's powers. do it. Yeah. I'm locking it it's in. It's too good. Yeah, Question we'll do before it. us, heavyweight fight. Who would win in a fight between Severus Snape? And Miss Frizzle of the Magic School Bus fame. Mm. Um, you know what I'm just realizing right now is like Miss Frizzle had extreme yoga teacher energy before yeah. I even knew what that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just totally. like, oh man, oh, yeah, incredibly. like headband, really like mm-hmm. crazy curly hair. I don't know why she, that's a yoga teacher thing to me, <laughs> but she. She has. She also has like like the energy of like I don't have a significant other. I'm polyamorous. Oh <laughs> She's ne- yeah. Never like like Absolutely. never tied down. Always experimenting. If you know what yeah. I mean. But also with friggin' uh, Krav Maga with uh, <laughs> with go- shrinking down and going inside of a child's intestines with space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She knows it all. She's got. She's a a, a jack of many trades, if you will. <laughs> Whereas. Severus Snape, it's all magic. Yeah. 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 Snape is scary. I mean, Snape is scarier for Mm -hmm. sure. He's got that very, you know, you'd be afraid to take him on, but I think Miss Frizzle would just kind of be like, oh, I love your robe. You know, (laughs) yeah. yeah. She would have some, she'd be like, oh, why the frown chancellor downtown or something? (laughs) All right. I guess. You're rhyming and stuff. You're like dancing Uh, around. Oh, you're going to change the windows into blood vessel. That's fine, I guess. (laughs) I think the big weakness for Frizzle is that a lot of her power is in that bus. Yeah, it is. the. It's It's not where Snape is inherent. It's not the magic substitute teacher, is it, Sam? No. <laughs> no, but does she have some kind of weird night rider symbiosis with that bus where she's the only person that can control it? I don't Yes. Maybe. I, yeah, probably. I mean, I think so. Am I remembering this wrong or was she always doing like crazy athletic moves? Big like, time. I feel like she that, was always that, doing like really? backflips and shit like that. She, she, yes. She was capable of uh, inhuman uh, feats of strength. She definitely appeared to be some sort of extra uh, okay. planar demigod. Of I was making sure I wasn't somehow. remembering that wrong. Cause like I have this very specific vision of her like, like hand back, like hand springing off like the wall of something and doing like a full back hand spring. And mm-hmm. yeah, she was like, and it's it, it, <laughs> I also remember she was very uh, you couldn't get a beat on her. They would ask her questions and she would constantly re- like reply with some like glib rhyme or something or right. some fucking she dodges the truth. She's it's like fucking tangling with Tom Bombadil out. They're, here, they're, b- they're both playing 4D chess. I mean, yeah. Snape's, <laughs> Snape's got a bunch of hidden motivations on top of hidden yeah. motivations. So does He's, she apparently also. uh yeah, geez, I don't know. Snape is a Snape has that intimidation factor. I just don't know mm-hmm. if it would work on Miss Frizzle. I feel like she's got a screw loose or something. Maybe she's not even human. Maybe she doesn't understand knowledge in the way we do. Yeah, she's like she's a jinn or something. She's like a weird. Yeah, she seems to be like some sort of weird science being. Yes, yeah, like yeah, some kind of sprite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a nymph, if you will. A nymph, if you will. Oh my nymph. god! And who the fuck is more prepared 
to disperse with a science nymph who would know about this the professor of the protection from the dark arts fucking severus snape knows how to deal with a, a, a rampant nymph <laughs> yeah i mean i guess like snape was potions for most of it right and then he, oh, he was right. dark arts towards the end so yeah. like does he have a potion that he can like fuck up miss frizzle with or he could yeah. like trick her. He could be like, I've got a person that I think you won't be able to find any science in this <laughs> frizzle. And then she'll, she's like, ha ha, I can tell the truth behind any potion and like tricks her into shrinking down and going in the potion. And then it's the like a time, level of it's the like a time stasis, stasis potion or something. And she's yeah. just frozen in there. And then he mm. like smashes the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I guess who is more shocked by the other's world like in the like i feel like the magic school bus implies that there's magic <laughs> and she's aware of it where like S like snape if you were like this is an equation he'd be like what the fuck is an equation <laughs> like if, you showed, if you showed him the table the table or the periodic uh elements he would be like yeah. i don't have any i my, my thing is wands like i sure. green goes with uh red to make this purple drink and that's what this potion it's like I, I think science would make his head i guess off. you're right at the end of the day he is a bit of a he is a bit of an amish you know he's a he's a wizard if you show him twitter his nose is gonna bleed <laughs> i mean have we can speaking of twitter have we considered that snape is canceled oh <laughs> that's I true mean, snape is canceled guys i don't so. think i don't Why think is even canceled <laughs> Well, because J.K. He... Rowling is canceled. Oh, yeah. So facto. I, I have all Harry Potter words muted. It's I don't. <laughs> that's a genius idea. Your Jordan, your girlfriend told me to mute all the astrological signs. Oh my yeah, life she, around. Yeah, she's got me on that too. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could do that on uh, on Tinder. That would be great if I could just mute <laughs> I all just do that in astrological life. signs. Yeah. Or if you or if the the first picture is of a girl with a horse. <laughs> just don't I even muted, show I it to me because i'm i'm swiping left yeah if i can mute horses and astrological signs get me out of here i got, I got this chip in my brain that makes all horses look like bob seeger <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm dating bob seeger um <laughs> this, girl, so, this, this picture of this girl she's brushing bob seeger it looks really nice <laughs> brushing his big beard uh, but then the only time when you actually do see meet Bob Seeger, you're like, ah, a horse. Okay. That's the end of that. Um, I, th I do, th I think you're right. And I do think, I mean, I think science would blow his mind. I could see, I could see Miss Frizzle tricking Snape or even just being like, follow me to know knowledge. You've never esoteric yeah. knowledge or whatever. And then they have a fight on the back of the magic school bus as it whizzes through all time and knowledge and just makes Snape's head explode. But also I think he just has the wickedness and I think he's got something in his back pocket and he's going to fucking try to get her to like solve this potion or like, can you, do you know what a bogart is miss frizzle? And uh, I just, I think he's got the wickedness. He's got too much Magneto in him. I got to yeah. give it to Snake. I just think too, like, even if she does something that he maybe doesn't understand, he's probably seen it before, right? Yeah, like or, if she just like shrinks, he'll be like, well, I've seen people shrink before. Sure. You know, or yeah, whatever. He like, he, I guess he doesn't know, have to know the why. Or exactly, or he doesn't right? Have, yeah. yeah. If she shows him like a Samsung cur curved TV, he'll just be like, I've seen demons crawl out of mirrors. You think this <laughs> yeah. toy yeah. makes me scared yeah, or a, TV, a tv with the motion tracking turned off or whatever you know turned on is not yeah, gonna yeah. freak him out that much <laughs> yeah that's kind of what i think like and i just like you know we've talked a lot about kind of characters having like hidden darknesses and stuff and i just don't sure. feel like miss frizzle has one like she i feel like miss frizzle all. is just sweet and kind and she just would yeah. try to find a way of like getting out of the fight rather than like trying to win it is kind of how yeah, i yeah. feel yeah I could see it being like the type of thing where he like hurls some kind of like witch bottle at her and she like sidesteps it and it's like, actually, witch bottles were a superstition made of this and this and like explains the reality behind like ergot poisoning or something to where like people hallucinated in the Middle Ages and that's what magic was. I could see it going that way too. Yeah. Like yeah. I could see her like using science to pick apart the the esoterica of it. He just also has a wand. So I feel like he can attack from distance too, you yeah. know, like he could just yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, fuck, like, fuck you. Like, and yeah. he also was, uh, 
even though, it, you know, we learn spoiler alert, uh, we learned by the end <laughs> that he was only a death eater to like infiltrate Voldemort's, sure. but you know, he knows Avada Kedavra. Like yeah, you he would does. think so like, a, Frizzle would just but, be like, Oh my God. Um, you know what? Well, this is so crazy. Have you ever been inside of a cell? And he'd be like, this, shut up. You're fucking die, I guess. dead now. She, tries, she tries to hit him with a bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, shut I, up. I gotta tell you, I think I'm, I think I'm flipping over to miss frizzle here because i feel like she could be like oh let me show you how a gun works and then shoot a bus through his head at like <laughs> 20 yards or something a, a bullet a bus shaped bullet or something yeah does a bullet George, does a bullet kill a wizard <laughs> i don't think it does i don't okay. remember i can't remember but i feel does like us <laughs> All right, let's 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 do it. Let's, let's vote. vote, John. John, who are you? Thinking? I'm I'm voting for Snape. I, I don't he even th- I don't even think it's close. I think not Snape. I think Snape Snape annihilates her. I don't think Snape violates. Like. She's not ready. She's not ready for this. This isn't her she's, domain. She's not. This that, isn't think, something she's familiar with. If it was like you know, like we said, maybe a kind of like an orgy slash gangbang situation. <laughs> I think Miss Frizzle. That's something, you know, and that's not, I'm not saying that to be sexist. I just believe that sure. to be true. I think that yeah, that's she's, what she's she into. She has a real free love vibe. Yeah. And that's it, which is great. And I love that about her. She'd but, have a lot to say about all of the, uh, all of the fluids and things. And yeah. But she just not, there's just not, there's no fight in her. You know, she doesn't I, want I, that. Yeah. I do agree with you that, uh, and Sam, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and vote and make you decide it if, if okay. that's okay. Let's do it. I do agree with you that, uh, this is not her world. And I think that I could see Snape saying something cool, like, like your science means nothing here, you know? Yeah. And like fucking, you know, turn, making her skeleton jump out of her body or whatever. Uh, but I just think it doesn't matter to her. I don't think you can shake the frizz. I don't think you can scare her in that fashion, and I think, I think she's gonna be be able to apply a thick layer of fucking. She is like on a level. I think this is science. I think it should be called the science school bus. But she's from like fucking parallel dimension, three thousand four, a thousand years in the future. Mm-hmm. This is science working at its absolute peak level. It's indistinguishable from magic, and I think she's figured it out and removed the superstition from it. And I think Frizzle takes it. Man, it's really tempting to go with Frizzle because I think she like has mapped out a t- like a bunch of possibilities, and she's like more, um, yeah. I feel like she's more like mentally flexible and can like maybe set traps or something. And Snape is kind of she's a doubt walker. Yeah, man. but <laughs> man, Snape is singularly focused. He's driven by hatred and and jealousy and sadness. He is a wicked, and man. I think that wins the fight. I'm gonna give it to Snape. All right. Okay, ding, ding, ding. I think it's close. I think it's close. Takes it. Yeah, fuck. (laughs) You're right. You're right. He's just got that face. He's He's got got the face. He also, like, Voldemort is the most evil person in the history of the world. And Snape was, like, a spy in his organization for hundreds of years. Yeah. And, like you say, Sam, fueled by his love for uh, Lucy Potter, Lily Potter. So, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's dedication. Yeah, and he is, also dies for the cause. Like he yeah, in this situation, he's, he would fight, he's, he's ready to fucking go. He doesn't. Yeah. Give what a the shit. fuck? What the fuck does Miss Frizzle? What What is her cause? Nothing. Education? Dumb kids. Good vibes. Kids. Should they, what is you she know? driven by? This fucking viewers like me. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The free uh, tote bag. She's driven yeah. by three topics. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. All right. Snape takes it in the battle of educators. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, yeah. And you know what I think happens? I think after he defeats her, he like walks over to the bus and like places his hand on it. He's like, shh, you work for me now. And then they like drive <laughs> off together in the bus, you know? Yeah, or he, he has like some go. cool like, uh, like he looks at the bus and he's like, like this isn't magic you know or something like <laughs> and then, that like, and it just I'll the show bus, you like magic. sheds a tear and yeah. dis- like dissipates yeah. <laughs> like fucking at the end of avengers yeah exactly <laughs> this is not magic <laughs> <laughs> uh john thank you so much for joining us man this thank is a blast. you yeah thanks for having me it was a great time
Of course. Uh, Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Cullen the Comic. Uh, I just put out my second comedy album called Long Stories for No Reason. Uh, So you can check that out. Uh, And then, yeah, we brought up my podcast earlier. Uh, It's called Blocked Party. Myself and Stefan Heck have a guest on every week to talk about a time they got blocked on social media. It's a lot of fun. Uh, You can follow us at Blocked Party Pod. And I have kind of a niche podcast that's a lot of fun uh, called the POD cast uh, with myself and Brian Quinby, where we review a classic new metal album every month. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a real fun time. And uh, if you are into that genre, I guarantee you'll like it. It's, it's really fun. And that's at the POD <laughs> underscore cast on Twitter. And we spell cast with a K like the band corn. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. That feels like the type of thing where you think of that name and you're like, well, we can't not do this. Correct. Literally, literally what happened was uh, me and a buddy uh, who's a musician here in Vancouver, Kevy. And he actually is a producer too. He produced my comedy album. He, him and I came up with the name on an episode of my previous (laughs) podcast. And we were like, this is so funny. And we kind of like joked about doing it for a while, but it never really came together. And then Kevy did like a different project and whatever. And then I, yeah, I sat on the name for like a year and then Brian, uh, he's on street fight radio, pretty well-known podcast. And he came on block party and we talked about new metal for like 30 minutes. Like we just ignored blocked party and we just like talked. (laughs) Stefan was sitting there like, what the fuck? is happening right now uh, and then i messaged him and i was like dude i've wanted to do a new metal podcast for a Fuck couple yeah. years and he's like absolutely let's do it so yeah it's uh, awesome. it, it's it's really fun and, and he's yeah. like it's so cool too because he's like seven years older than me so he like actually grew up in it like he saw corn yeah. play clubs when their first album was out he went to <laughs> woodstock, 99. <laughs> woodstock yeah. 99 yeah he, he was survived. there you know he survived yeah so it's just like so he has all these Damn. insane stories and i'm just i was just like a kid when that music was coming out so we come we come at it from different places and it's it rules. it's a lot of fun yeah we, we have check it time. out y'all the pod cast with a k <laughs> that rules <laughs> sam where do you live on the internet uh as always at vote sam wiles and and uh, yeah, subscribe to our Patreon. We we put out fun episodes, and uh, this month has been good. We've done a ton of Halloween stuff. Um, and then yeah, as as usual, uh, check out my stand up album that came out a couple months ago. It's called Regular Guy Out of Hell, and it's on Spotify and stuff. Hell yeah! And I am uh, Razor Lou everywhere that they let me be, and I am on uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Razor Lou. Come check me out. Watch me play video games that scare the hell out of myself. Uh, until next month, which is Bigfoot November, we're going to be playing uh, <laughs> Bigfoot the video game, which just came out on Steam. It looks insane. Uh, on that note, I think that does it for uh, this week's episode of Fight Island. Why don't you count us down there, Sam? One, two, three. All right, break it up. It's all over for Fight Island. <laughs> If you're holding up the wall and you're missing the point.